Okay, so free will parfait, part two, right? Uh, as we look at this, uh, I usually split the lesson, and uh, so we get a little time to think about it, and then we get to review it, and then we do this last layer. To me, this last layer actually is one of the most important layers that a lot of people miss. It's the, uh, my, most of my students like to call it the whipped cream and cherry on top, right? It's the, it's the chocolate drizzle. It's, it's, it's why, it's really why God did this whole free will thing. Fair enough? Um, so let's review. Let's see if we can get it from the notes that you guys took. Layer one, top or bottom, whatever you want to call it, but this first layer, God what? God exists, right? He has free will, and he made what? Creatures with free will. Got it? The first layer is God was free to create other beings with free will. Got it? Now, what's his will for those creatures? To do good. So he creates creatures to be free. That's the first layer. Second layer, his will is that they would do good. So his first will is they would be free to make choices. The second layer, that they would be free to choose good. But because they're free to choose good, they're also free to do what? Evil. Choose evil. And do these beings choose evil? Do they? Yeah, they do. We've, dare I say, and presume we've all done it at some point, right? We've used our freedom to make poor choices or even to hurt other people or try to protect ourselves and in that respect, maybe even hurt somebody else. But it's freedom, right? The nice thing is, is that many of you, most of you, all of you have used your free will to do good things, to be loving, to be kind, to be generous and gentle, right? Fair enough? It's cool. We've used our wills, our freedom, both ways. Interestingly, if we try to get rid of the freedom to do evil, like you, we're, like you had said, we get rid of that one choice, well, then that we lose the other choice, right? Because then we just become robots that always can only do good, but then good's not good because we're being forced to do it. So thank you for that quote at the end of class, right? And the other side of it is if God forces us to do good, right? We negate that top layer of his will for us to what? Be free. So we need that top layer to get the bottom two layers. Are we tracking? Did we get that? Yeah. Now, what, if a lot of people stop there, which is tragic, I think. It's really tragic. It's like, oh, well, I guess then that's why God did it. Well, wait a second. No, 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 no. What's that really important fourth layer? Ready? If God's going to make free beings, which did he? Apparently so. And they're allowed to do good. Great. That means they're allowed to do evil. That means God is allowing evil. If God is allowing evil, he better be able to do what with all that evil? Handle it. <coughs> Handle it. Now, he does stop a lot of it, which is really gracious and great of him. If he stopped all of it, then there's no free will. So he does allow it. Since he allows that evil to happen, he better be able to it. heal it, handle it, redeem it, fix it, repair it, 
all of that. And ready? If you believe in the Christian God who made free will, is that God, Yahweh, able to handle all of the evil? Yeah, not only is he able to, he does handle it. He did handle it on the cross, and he will handle it in the future. Everybody take a big, deep breath. It's like, okay, you don't have to believe that, but can you see why people do? Yeah, and if you don't believe in that type of a powerful, loving God who can, will, and does redeem all the evil, no wonder you're frustrated with him or you're frustrated with Christianity. Got it? And that creates a sub-question. Have you allowed this powerful, loving God to redeem the pain and evil in your life? If you haven't, no wonder you're frustrated, <laughs> right? Or if you have allowed him to, but he hasn't done it yet, Try not to reject him in the journey and the process that he has you in. And he, remember, David says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because you are what? With me. You know what's really strange about that? Most people want God to pull us out of the valley of evil and pain. What's so strange about this God sometimes? He does pull us out. In Psalm 40, he rescues us from the pit, puts us on a firm place. In Psalm 23, he doesn't rescue us from the pit and the valley. He does what? Hey, I'm coming down in there. And you're like, why, why don't you pull me out? Oh, I'm going to come down in there. We're going to walk through it together. And you're like, what? what? <laughs> uh, but this is painful and, and dark and, and deathly. Yeah, I know. But we're going to walk through it together. At least God is what? With me. Cool. Can we make it if God is with us? Yes. But don't we want him to just pull us out all the time? I do. <laughs> rescue me. Get me out of here. He's like, yeah, I'll rescue you by walking with you through it. But does he sometimes helicopter us out? Yeah, yeah sometimes. He's God. He does both. All right, so we got 15 minutes left in class. Let's catch this last layer if we can. There's one more layer that's, I think, essential. You could call it the bedrock foundation layer, the chocolate brownie at the bottom. Or you could call it the whipped cream at the top with the cherry on top. The best way to do this is to look at the sentence that Lewis has for us. And free will is what has made evil possible. Why then did God give them free will? Because free will, though it makes evil possible, is also the only thing that makes possible any love or goodness or joy worth having. Worth having. That's the key. Worth having because it's what? Real. Now, most people read that line like, oh, okay, check but they don't connect it to their lives, personally. Now, I talked with Brian. Brian said he could be my example. <coughs> All right, and so thank you for being willing. Let's give it up for Brian. At Wheaton Academy, there's a very special banquet. Some of you have heard of it, maybe. It's called Junior Senior Banquet. It happens junior and senior year, and it's kind of the big last party that's for the seniors, right? And so for the seniors, it's free. We celebrate them. They're all invited. They get to go. And a lot of people choose to take a girl or go with a guy because it's a fun way to practice dating or, or, or just to go celebrate, you know, being friends with uh, someone in the opposite gender. Um, I like it because of this next point where it creates an opportunity to choose and be what? Chosen. Which I like that. I think that's kind of cool. That does mean hearts get broken. People don't get chosen. I get it. We talked about that on Valentine's Day. Remember, like, oh, celebrate the fact that you have free will and you didn't get 
picked, right? No, wait, no. Right. Uh, but also the beauty that God picks who? Everybody. So there you go. St. Valentine. Look at all these saints. They're so fun. All right, so ready? Brian said he's willing to be the example in this short story. So, Brian, are you sophomore or freshman? No, freshman. You're freshman. So, Brian's got his eye on this person, this girl at Wheaton Academy, right? It's freshman year, and uh, he's kind of planning things out. Sophomore year, things are going well. They're becoming friends. Junior year, he hasn't got, got the guts yet to ask her out on a date, but they're buddies, maybe a lunch or two every now and then. Senior year rolls around. And they, he almost asked her to Christmas banquet, but uh, just didn't do it, right? And now here's the last banquet of high school. It's been four years, right? Now, who is she? I have no idea <coughs> who Brian likes. I, we didn't talk about that. Are, are you dating anybody right now? No. Yeah, see, so I don't even know. Well, this is all pretend. Hey, guys, wait, ready? It's all pretend. It's all pretend. But ready? Let's pretend that this did happen, and now it's senior year. Brian got permission. Right? He's allowed to uh, ask this girl, because it's the last banquet, going to go out with a bang. He goes up and asks her, and she says, No. No, you guys, come on! <laughs> what? <laughs> no. She says yes. Right? She says yes. Of course she says. How could she not say yes? This guy's amazing. Right? So she's lucky girl. She says yes. All right? Now, they go out on this banquet experience. And Brian is looking sharp, right? Like looking dapper. She's looking great. And you know what happens? They have a blast. It's just wonderful, right? He looks good. She looks good. He treats her like a princess that she is. She treats him like a prince. They have fun. They laugh. Good conversation, right? They enjoy the, the banquet part. They have some fun doing something creative and cool afterwards. Like it's a great night, yeah? Brian ends up taking her home, walks her to the door. She goes inside, a little pause there, who knows, whatever, who knows what happens at the door, right? But takes her inside and uh, or she goes inside the house and Brian now is like floating back to the car. Like you're not even touching the ground. Yeah. Now, do we do the fist bumps in the car or no? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. right, it was just a great night, it was awesome. How are we all doing? It's just really fun. It's what a banquet should be, right? So Brian's in the car, and they're pulling out of the driveway, heading home. And all of a sudden, he looks up at the house. There's a big picture window in the house, right? And he sees her in the window. Like, oh. So like, oh, oh, oh. He stops, and they're looking. And he can see her uh, talking to her dad, because her dad had just come down the stairs. And so they're talking to each other, and Dad reaches around his back pocket, pulls out his wallet, and takes out five $100 bills and gives them to the girl. It's like, oh, that was so nice of you to do that. Here you go. Here's the money. Brian really needed that. Oh. Wait, what? Here's $100. Here you go. 500 bucks. It was a total what? She was getting paid to go with Brian just to make him feel good. Does that change anything? <laughs> does it? Yeah. Does that change yes. anything, Brian? Oh, yeah. yes, it does. Now I want you guys to really, Wait, really I, does it really change something? Come on, does it really? Yes. It really does because the whole time Brian was thinking, you the whole time you were thinking what that she what? 
She wanted to be with you. She wanted to hang out with you. But you asked her and she said yes to who? You. But really the whole time she was saying yes to what? 500 bucks. And she was getting paid off to do it because her, her dad's like, you got to go with Brian because otherwise his heart's going to be broken. So I'll give you 500 bucks if you go with him. I saw something with that. Well, that happens too. But you guys, don't miss it. In five little minutes and one little story, most of you caught that last layer. Is it better? Come on. Is it better when someone freely chooses to want to be with you? Yep. It really is. You all will be like, ah, ah. You guys all get it. Yeah, and that's you guys. Come on, that's a little banquet. What would I? What would happen if I found out that my sweet wife Jen was getting paid two thousand bucks a week by somebody to be my my wife? No. Yeah, you guys get it. I'd be like, what? And she's been telling me all along, no, I want to be your wife, and I love you, and I'll. And really, she's just getting paid to do it. Does it change it? Yeah. It really does because uh, this whole time I thought she wanted, she was choosing to be my wife. When actually, she's getting paid off. So two things. One, can you see why God takes hell off the table so that we're not afraid of hell? and like, I love you, God, because I don't want to go to hell. No, you, you say yes to him. He saves you by grace. You're in. Now you get to choose if you love him, if you're going to serve him, if you're going to worship him. But you know what? If you don't do those things, he still loves who? you and will he still save you yes but now he took that fear of punishment that manipulation of hell off the table so that you're free to either love him or not because if we get it let's go yeah, come on we get it here with a banquet or a date or marriage we get it who else gets it god gets it he doesn't want to manipulate you and make you love him that's just Weird, you know what I mean? He doesn't want to pay you off like, hey, you got, you got to love me. I'm going to send you to hell. It's like, okay, I love you. You know, like, <laughs> what? That's not, is that real? Nope. No, that's fear. That's getting paid off. The Christian God is a God, the, the God of the Bible, the Christian God, Yahweh God says, I'm going to make you free. And then you can choose to love me or not. I love you, but that's like asking someone to the banquet. Hey, I, I like you. I want to go to a banquet with you. They're allowed to say what? No. No. Are you allowed to say no to God? Yeah. yeah. But it also means that when people say yes, it's what? Love. It's real. Oh. Does that make sense? <clears throat> and if they love God when they don't have to, then it's what? It's real too. Does God want it to be real? Yeah, <laughs> he's God. And, and you all just got it there for a second. You got the fact that free will is better than robot. Free will is better than getting paid off or manipulated or coerced with fear, right? Now, there are a lot of religions out there. We did the whole worldview thing. A lot of these religions use fear to get people to join the religion or join the whatever, right? It's a bummer. And pastors who use fear to shame people into believing in Jesus, is that what Jesus did? No. Is that biblical? No. And ready? Is that even what God wants us to do? 
No, because it takes away the free will. By the way, ladies, whenever someone pressures you to go on a date or pressures you to go out to lunch or to go to a movie, if you feel that pressure and manipulation, why is it so awkward? Because you've lost your what? You've lost your free will, your ability to say what? No. no. Now, hopefully you're free to say yes, but also free to say no. I think that's why it's so important, guys, that we don't pressure or manipulate, right? That's also the same with the girls. Girls, if you're pressuring or begging or leading in or manipulating the guy to say yes to you, that takes away his what? His free will. Don't you want ladies to freely say yes to a guy and, and guys to freely say yes to a girl at some point on this whole thing? And if you don't want to talk about dating, what about just friends? What's it like if mom or dad are like, you have to go over to their house and play with them? It's like, okay. <laughs> you know, like, that's just what? Don't you want to be like, I want to go over to their house. And when someone calls you, hey, do you want to come over? We're going to hang out. Isn't that nice to be what? Picked and called. What's the risk in all of this? And then we'll kind of wrap it up. The risk in all of this is that, Someone might get called and someone else might what? Not. Does that hurt? Yes. Yes. We got to call it what it is. It hurts. It's really bad. But you ready? What's the opposite? If we try to get rid of that pain, we also get rid of the what? Doesn't it feel great when you're picked or when you ask and someone says yes to you? Doesn't that feel amazing when it's real? Come on, doesn't it? It really does. So if we try to get rid of the pain, there's your... There's your quote from yesterday, right? If we try to get rid of the pain, we lose the what? We lose the joy. And that's where the quote totally fits, right? We wash away the pain over here so no one gets hurt. When in reality, then we lose the joy because no one really got picked. Got it? I, I joke with the seniors. I'm like, hey, would this be... We don't want someone to get hurt because they don't get picked for the banquet. So we're going to have the Hockets and Mr. Bolt and Mrs. Bolt and the Brooks all just line up everybody and they'll pick four years. Then everybody got picked. What? Yeah, is that better? No. See, so if God were to force everybody to love each other, is that better? No. See, we, I think we got it. I mean, we wouldn't know that. Yeah, but I, I think we're getting it. That's why there's freedom. There's pain, people don't get picked, people choose evil, I get it. God's big enough to handle it. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, Everybody has been loved, at least by who? For God so loved the world. World. And and even at at Easter, run to you is born this day a Savior, Christ the Lord. Good news for all the people. Isn't that cool? And when we, Easter's coming, Easter's coming, who did he die for? Us. Who? Us. Yeah, us, but who? Who did Jesus, whose sins? Did he take on the cross? Who's? Everybody. Like, Christianity is so inclusive. It's the most inclusive religion I've ever studied. Got a thought? No, that's a fun story. That's a really fun story. I'll tell it. I'll tell, remind me to talk about it. We can talk about it next week. I'd love to tell you. It was a great moment. I do remember the first time I saw her. I will never forget that. I'm walking down the, the, the quad at Houghton College in a sidewalk going to get my lunch or whatever. And I'm just kind of got my head down. And I look up. I'm like, oh, who is this? <laughs> like, what? That was awesome. 
But it's really weird is I don't remember her face from that, right? What? Which her face is amazing. But I do remember this beautiful brown curly hair. She had bare feet, right? And these fun clothes on. And I just like, you're amazing. Like, who are you? And then, I mean, I do remember her face, but that first one is I remember curly hair and bare feet and fun clothes and just this presence of just joy. I'm like, I gotta get to know this girl, all right? Uh, yeah, I'll tell you more of that story later. But yeah, it's fun, it's fun. What was that? College, in college, so. Hey, you guys, thanks for listening today. Have a great weekend. And I hope that you understand these layers. The most important thing about free will is that it makes love real. It makes joy real. It makes those choices real. And being chosen is meaningful. Love you guys. Bless you guys. I would love to do that. Here, pound it. I can't do it today. I can't do it today because I'm leaving at lunch. I gotta it. But we got to chat. Yeah, we got to chat. All right. What about, what do you have for food? Right after this. Uh, I have mass. Can I use chapel? Let's try that. Let's try that. Let's talk right at the after third period. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. And then I'll take you down to chapel to the only call. Okay. Let's do it. Let's make sure it happens. Okay. All right. See you guys.